1: What's up, Browns fans? Welcome to a special live edition of the Dogs Podcast. Let's kick this thing off.
2: Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts Blake Rennaker, Zach Topp, Justin Charles, and Josh All.
1: Hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks for checking out our first ever live show. We couldn't think of a better way to celebrate. The big win against Dallas, first time being three and one since I think what 1968 or something like that—something crazy. It's been a minute. Yeah. Uh, you yep. know. Since before our time, let's put it that way. It was a year I was (laughs) born. Right. Uh, You old man. I know, right? I mean, it it feels really good. We picked a good year to start uh, a Browns podcast. Yes. Uh, Before we dive into this episode, remember, check us out on Instagram, Twitter. If you're watching right now, obviously, you've checked us out on Facebook. And uh, please subscribe on YouTube. Uh, We're getting closer to 100. That's what we're trying to get to. Um, Super exciting game to get into. One negative that did come out of this game, we got to touch on uh, Nick Chubb went down with an MCL injury expected to miss about 6 weeks. It sucks. You know, obviously we love Nick Chubb. He's one of the best backs in the league. I will say though in years past an injury like this I think it derails a season. And now I don't think I don't I don't think we're going to miss a beat.
3: Well, yeah, it helps when you got Cream Hunt as your backup yeah. running back. Not many teams uh have that luxury, and certainly the Browns haven't had that luxury in the past. Um, and even, you know, Dearns Johnston Johnson or whatnot, you know, came in the game, actually led us in rushing.
1: Yeah. He had, he had the most carries. I think he had the most carries only because Kareem Hunt had been battling that groin injury all week, Yeah, and they said they weren't going to overwork him. Thank God for my fantasy team, He still got two touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> so that worked out well. Uh, so hopefully Nick Chubb has a speedy recovery, MCL, says six weeks i know it could be sooner it could be longer so we'll see how it goes um and then huge injury for the browns kadero hodge on ir like his three catches this year we're gonna miss yeah (laughs) that's yeah out of the two passes we throw every game so yeah uh it, it did give a chance for donovan people's jones to come in and play a little bit and i thought he i thought he looked good in the return game he had the one kick return that was pretty nice and then his first offensive snap was a pancake on a DB, which was kind of the theme of the game if you guys watched.
3: Yes. Yeah, definitely. I think he helps us, and I think that was Hodge's role too, you know, good run blocker, you know, downfield. Um, and it's nice to see Donovan Peoples-Jones, you know, out there doing that type of stuff. But the Browns did sign uh, Taiwan Taylor. We did bring him back. Our receiver. Um, With the injury to Hodge, he was in our system last year. I'm pretty sure we picked him him up or traded, got him from Tennessee.
2: I think we traded for him. I think
3: we might have made a late trade right before the deadline, brought somebody in type of a thing. Um, So I think that having him, you know, we'll see if he's used maybe as a returner type of a thing, but I liked what I saw out of Donovan Peoples-Jones.
2: Yeah, I mean, as far as our running game goes, I'm just looking at the you know, this box score here. And, you know, before Chubb got hurt, he was at 7.2 yards a carry, which is just another day at the office for him. And then Hunt was 6'5", and DeAndre Johnson was 7.3. I mean, we were just killing it, but our absolute best running back was OBJ. Yeah. 36 and a half
1: yards a carry. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get into... so. Uh, before we started getting into what went right, what went wrong, I wanted to go by the numbers because this was kind of a historic game for the Browns. First time with 28 points and a half since 1991. Man, I mean, I was two years old. Uh, scored 30 points in three straight games for the first time since 1968. Uh, 307 rushing yards, most in the game since 2009. I mean, these are incredible numbers. 307 rushing yards in the game. That happens when Oregon plays south, west, dakota state (laughs) you know
4: shout out to southwest dakota state (laughs) yeah you guys are at
1: you know so i mean that's just insane you should be super embarrassed if you're the cowboys um we had three players rush for over 70 yards first time in team history that's ever happened 49 points is the most points we scored since 2007 uh when we scored 51 against the Bengals. The Browns are first in the NFL in rushing yards, rushing average, rushing t- touchdowns, takeaways with 10 points off turnovers with 45, and turnover margin were plus six. That's the, to me, that is a stat that you look at that tells you whether you're a good team or not. Are you, for, are you taking the ball away, and then are you turning it into points? Last year, or was it two years ago, we, the Steelers had four or five turnovers and we tied? Yeah. Because we couldn't turn it, we, we've turned yeah. five turnovers into three points. So the fact that we're we're turning the ball or we're first forcing turnovers, we turned it into forty five points. That's
2: that's that's crazy to me. It is. I mean, it's, this is not this is un Browns like. I mean, I we're I think we're all kind of sitting here and you know to everybody tuning into the live, thank you. And if you want to throw a comment in there, just go ahead. We'll we'll try to get to it as we go along here. But can anyone believe this is happening? I mean, we're
4: three and one, and we I mean forty nine points. So watching the game live, I was shocked. Even how it started, I was like, "Oh man, well Dax off to a first quarter. He's got what, 180 yards passing?" I'm like, "It was like listen. 10 of 11." Yeah, or something. I'm like, "This is this is gonna be a long day." But I mean, we looked good, and I'm like, "I don't know how long we can keep this up" because it was just kind of going back and forth. Um, but like third quarter, I'm like, like my wife gets off work and walks in. I'm like, "You're not gonna believe what's going on. We're winning. <laughs> <laughs> we're first off, we're winning, and then we're winning. We're being." I mean, it's one of those teams where, like, Cowboys are kind of like, I told these guys, it's like a franchise kind of turning around moment for the Browns. Like, mm-hmm. that's yeah. the kind of team that you see on ESPN, and even if they look terrible, ESPN will hype them up and say, right. they're awesome, they're great. So for the Browns to go in there and just absolutely slaughter them at the beginning, not like it get it got very, very nerve-wracking towards the end. But. Right.
3: Well, yeah, and it felt like we played, and we're going to kind of touch on <clears throat> what went wrong. Uh that we played not to lose. See that yeah. all the time in the NFL, where team. I mean, kind of happened in the Kansas City game last week. Kansas City, Baltimore. They kind of like, oh, we don't have to, you know, push the ball downfield. And Baltimore kind of hung around. Yep. Um, you see that a lot uh, when teams get big lead, big leads. Um, so I was I was, hey, I'm the I wanted I'm the only one that picked the Browns. Yeah, and good nope. for
4: you, bro. Uh, yeah. Uh, when
3: you looked at this, okay, so. I'm not overly surprised on how well our offense did because Dallas's defense is Terrible. that bad. Yeah. I mean, in in the it, stats showed that, it and was they were giving so up. Bad. I can't remember what we said it last week. Um, I had the stats. They're giving up 150 or 60 yards rushing per game, yeah. or whatnot. So we went a little bit above their average. Um we doubled it. But I mean, their defense is, and it's sad because they really do have a great offense. Yeah. I mean, and I know that Dak put up 502 yards passing. Well, because he had to throw the. I mean, Zeke only ran the ball 12 times. If I have Zeke Elliott, he's like our Nick Chubb. He better get the ball 20, 25 times a game. But when your defense is as bad as it is, it can get you can get behind quick. And
4: not to go off topic too, but I like read an article about Dallas this morning. So Mike Nolan's like a very good friend of McCarthy, and they're like calling for his head. And it sounds like McCarthy's going down with him. Like, yeah. Like, and I know it's early, but, like, if you have Dak in his prime like that, the guy's throwing up historic numbers. But at what point is historic numbers – it turns into losses. The thing with Dak,
2: too, I just – I don't understand how they're signing all these other players, like, to these long-term deals, and Dak's sitting there without one. I mean, if I was the Cowboys, I'd be like, look around the league and look what happens to these teams that don't have a franchise quarterback or their franchise quarterback goes down look how they're
4: doing. Mm Mm-hmm. You've got, you've got a yeah a historic guy here. Yeah, sign him. I didn't and I didn't believe in Dak for a long time. I always was like, ah, oh, it's all Zeke. You know, Zeke takes all the pressure off. You know, if what is Zeke? You know, what's Zach without Zeke? It's very obvious that Dak is that guy. Yeah, you know, they need to pay him. And
2: the thing is, like you know, if you look at like his TD to interception ratio, I mean, a, a couple of those touchdowns have been last second, just yeah, try touchdown. to try to get a last second score because they're losing, just throw it up, kind of interception. Sure. So. I don't think those should really count against whether or not he's a good quarterback, unless
4: they're against the Browns.
1: I will say this though: Dan Orlovsky called them front runners on offense. He said if you look at their first quarter offense, they're not that good. They score. They do. They put up all their points when they get down big, and the defense goes into prevent.
2: Yeah, well, and actually, that's a good point. That's what I was going to bring up because, like you said about the Browns went into that play not to lose. Well, I mean, you're up forty-one to fourteen in the third quarter. I, yeah. What I mean. What are you going to do? You're not going to, you know, all out blitz all every play. I, yeah. Like you want to, you want to get out there and just say, let's just manage this game. We've got 30 minutes left. Let's just right. take it easy. And you know, I mean, the Cowboys are a good offense. They're high powered. We talked about it. 502 yards passing for Dak. I mean, they've got so many seal players. On but offense. I think it's, it's I think it's, it's a testament to our, you know, uh, hodgepodge of defensive players that we were able to like keep them there at 14 for that long in the game. You know.
3: I mean, right well and we benefited from the turnovers uh miles garrett uh showed up big again uh, another another great outing for him um and then the kind of one of those fluky type plays with the zeke fumble where he's like actually yeah. down but he's on somebody else or whatnot and just one of those where you probably feel like in that moment like oh yeah i just got tackled but i'm laying on top of somebody and somebody rips the ball out yep uh, type of a thing. So we benefited from that because on that drive, they were moving. I think the ball yep. was close to midfield when Zeke just ran for like 25-yard 20 gain yeah. yep. or something yep.
1: like, and then fumbles. Sandejo needed that so he didn't get cut at halftime. Oh, <laughs> oh <Sandejo. my> <laughs>
4: And I don't think he's even that safe because if they're – so like our defense is rough, but man, it's painfully, painfully obvious that he just completely looks un- over, like underwhelming out there. That was, that was the first time where I was like, oh, eh, nice play. But I still – I'm not impressed with you.
2: I feel like the only time I really see him is when he's flying in after somebody's kind of like already down. He just throws <laughs> a shoulder into somebody's yeah. back. I'm like, great, great assist there, guy. What are yeah. you doing? <laughs> he just wants to get yeah, so,
3: yeah, that first half we went, uh, we went down, scored. Then they matched. We ended up having the punt. Um, didn't move the ball very well on our second drive. Uh, they went down, took the lead. And then we matched, and then they went fumble, fumble, and then punt for only 24 yards on their three drives before halftime. You know what the Browns did every drive except for one? Scored. Uh, yep. <laughs> yeah.
1: yep. It was crazy. Um, so let's move into what went right for this game. The first, In a weird turn of events – Odell Beckham was the one doing the pooping today. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Oh, <man>. yeah. <laughs> Pooped all over Dallas' defense because he had 154 yards total offense, three touchdowns, and he bailed out Stefanski. I'm not going to lie. If, if he gets tackled for a loss on that reverse and we lose 20 yards on first down when we were almost in field goal range to begin with, we were right at midfield – People are going to be losing their minds about Stefanski. And then he just makes. I mean, I was freaking out in the living room watching yeah. when he made that play. Like, I didn't even know. I almost. It was like I wasn't watching a Browns game anymore. I had an out of body experience. Yeah.
3: So I had. So I saw something. So, question Do we run that play for Odell in that situation if we have our speedster, you know, Jojo Natson healthy that had been getting all the sweeps and all of the end arounds?
1: i don't know thank god at he's that out. point in the
2: game well, I, and, but the thing is though they ran that play like in the first half they did the same exact play reverse sweep out to beckham same side everything and i think the fact that it worked then i think he got like a 15 yard gain or something, something created big big yardage you know that kind of gave stefanski that confidence like okay it worked in the first half let's pull it out here again and if you watch did you guys see there was a I think it was the cornerback, and I think it was Jalen Smith, the linebacker. Play
4: the sideline.
2: Ra- like, just ran, ran by. immediately out of bounds, like right yeah. past him. Didn't like they didn't even try to.
4: No. Him. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. It what was
3: terrible.
1: It was
2: awful.
3: It was terrible. Okay. So, the one guy, you know, Alden Smith. Did his job, you know, really. Okay, He didn't 13. make the play, yeah. but he forced Odell to run all the way back into the end zone or whatnot <laughs> to get around the side. And then it was literally like, because I got Odell on my fantasy team, so I'm, as soon as this play's happening, I'm up because I need it, I needed this touchdown bonus because it was 50 yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so he got around, and then it's just like they didn't want to tackle him. And then it was like a foot race, and I think it was Jalen Smith that was running him down. And I was like, just please don't tackle him. Please don't tackle him. <laughs> yeah. Uh And then he got him in the end zone or whatnot, but. I mean, yeah, if we don't get that play and we're sitting at second and 30, uh, you
1: know. Yeah, who knows what happens. Yeah,
3: it, it would have been it been dicey going yeah. to the end.
1: Great players make great plays. Nice. And I don't want to, you know, toot my own horn a little bit, but didn't I say Odell was going to be the main guy this year?
3: Whoa! Okay,
1: hold on. Didn't, a second I, didn't there. I say that Odell had, was the number one receiver? So. all I heard was <laughs> he doesn't fit into this system. He's gonna get traded. I can't believe he's well, he's still on our team. I thought he's gonna get traded already. Let's 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 <laughs> dial her down just a second though, because
2: he did play very well. Yeah, but it was also a terrible defense. We've got yes. to see.
3: We'll wait, Blake. I,
2: he's, played well in, last, he's played he well. Has. The last He's playing well. The I'm not gonna games. take it away from. Him. I'm still in prove it mode. Like can 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 you do something against a good defense cuz
3: we're going to find bangles, out
2: goals uh Redskins Cowboys like Redskins have a good defense yeah.
3: good front good front not a great uh secondary, secondary. But, but we'll find out this week i'm not guys, bashing i'm not bashing the guy we gotta, this is I, yeah and hey then we did we had this argument you know a couple of us said Jarvis is our number one and Blake yep. reminded us every time Odell caught the ball so we had to Justin was texting and be like who just got that first down who just <laughs> all, caught that first down all
4: it was was yeah all it was was clutch um extremely important situational third down catches for Jarvis which you know hey that's hey, all good yeah, but I'm not I'm not, instead of t- a fourth round pick we'll get a second round for Odell <laughs> here one day that's all i said and no, and i like hey oh, Credit to him, it was an insanely good game. It was yes. something that we've been waiting for as Browns fans. When I I literally remember the day that they traded for him, me and Blake were like running through our houses, like freaking out because we were like, "It's the beginning, kids on Christmas." It's, yeah, baby. yeah. <laughs> I didn't think it was the beginning of the end, which that's what it looked like last year. But you know, like that's what we brought him in for. And
2: we gotta we gotta make sure we don't move on from pass catchers without calling a little th- shout out to Austin
4: Hooper. Oh, showed
2: up. Seven targets, five catches, thirty-four yeah. yards, and touchdown. I mean, that's not. Yeah. it's not like huge yardage. But whenever they needed, you know, him to they needed to move the ball and they threw it his way, he made it happen. And Absolutely. it was, it was. Yes, this is why we hate Austin Hooper to come here.
3: Right, and and Harrison Bryant. Yeah. Uh, yep. You know, thirty-seven yards on four catches. So, yep. I mean, both those guys look good. Um, we liked and him coming in. David and Joku back. He uh, is going to be back this week. So, All right. signs are showing towards that. So I'm interested because he looked. He was. We said he was our best playmaker. In the you know, week, week, in week won. one. Yeah. Um. So, but we're you know, a cut. When we were going to be four weeks in. Okay. Going into week five, how does he gel back into the system? I don't want to force him back in because hey, right. David Joku, I think you're really talented. I think you could do some things, but don't mess up our offense. And, <laughs> and
4: the identity <laughs> <We're> is <grown laughs> carved out. Like, yeah. The, there is a clear, clear identity. Yeah, what like we want to do on offense. It turns
1: out we need you to block because we're yeah. going to rush. Yeah, us we, we, a lot of times you better be. In yeah, there if again.
3: you're in there and you're not blocking, I mean, I better see Harrison Bryan on the field a whole lot more than David and Joku.
1: I um, credit Stefanski. Every game, I feel like our offense has evolved more and more. It's like he's getting more comfortable with what he has, what pieces he has, and uh, it seems like man, we're a long way away from Week One, Baltimore, where. It was almost like we didn't have an identity in Baltimore. Baker threw the ball you know, 35, 40 times. Mm-hmm. It was That was not what the Browns have been ever since then. So credit Stefanski. He's really, you know, it didn't take him long to figure out what he wanted to become and what to do. And I, I put in here, we had zero turnovers again and only five penalties for 40 yards. Yeah, Man, what a so difference. Important. I mean, so important. So I,
2: that's one thing about Stefanski that I'm going to give him some mad props right now is he came in here with an offensive plan. He knew what it was and, you know, worked with, I don't know, you know, GM him, whatever, getting the right personnel to execute that plan. And right now it's like,
1: it's working. Yeah. Yep. And it it's just so nice to have, you know, a guy, we just look so much more disciplined. It's it's such a 180 from last year. I mean, we have almost as many penalties in four games this so far this year as we had in our first game last year. Didn't we have eighteen penalties week one last year? Eighteen for like so. one hundred eighty. Yeah. We yeah. were laughing about it in, like what, two, three weeks ago. We we're like, yeah. and I bet that. you I I don't I'm not I don't know how many we have so far this year, but I bet you it's not much more than eighteen if it's eighteen. I think we had five this week, six last week. So I mean what a difference that makes. Um obviously the story of the game, the Browns rush for three hundred and seven yards. Uh Browns offensive line is completely dominating this yes. season. Lead the league in rushing with eight hundred and twenty yards. Uh, lead the league with 30 rushes for 10-plus yards, uh, 385 rush yards before contact. In this game, we average 4.6 yards before contact. That is just the the offensive line mauling people, reestablishing the offensive line four yards downfield. 4.6 yards before contact. That's Nick Chubb into the secondary before he's even got a hand on him. Yeah, yeah. And with our running backs, <laughs> yeah, it just, you, you can't stop that. I mean –
2: yeah, it was, It's so impressive. And if there's two things I learned from watch. You know, watching the broadcast back the other night was, um, even like when the first time Dearness Johnson ran the ball, everybody, they, even the the announcers thought it was Nick Chubb. Yeah, that's how. Well, I mean, he, he's so explosive and he looks so good. And the real quick, the second thing is yeah. that our head coach
1: must be named Stefanik. Said Stefanik. Yeah. Yeah, they, I know yeah. I a guess they can't times. say his name. Uh, I, so obviously, I don't want to take Nick Chubb for granted because he's amazing. But does this offense not kind of remind you a little bit of like a 49ers offense where it doesn't seem to matter who they plug in at running back they go out and rush for 100 yards? Right. Well, and that, yeah. we have blocking schemes now, yes. you know, an offensive line now, things that we've never had. You know, we've never we had an O line, you know, 12 years ago. But last year we had no scheme. We couldn't. I remember I got super upset with Freddie because he couldn't scheme anybody open. We couldn't scheme any running plays for chubb it was just all so vanilla and basic Dude, last year like was was it was little league i mean it was
2: you know assistant coaches like hey freddie you know hubbard's out there picking grass (laughs) oh
1: well you know he's having fun (laughs) right it was terrible Uh, so i mean just our just our scheme stefanski looks like a genius they had a facebook comment that said look how trash the vikings are without stefanski yeah, that tells you. Yeah. that tells you. I think we got our guy finally. Man, it yeah. feels good. Yeah, Dalvin, Dalvin Cook's still good. Right, Dalvin, yeah. Dalvin Cook's still doing okay. Out the
3: li- the line when we lo- I looked up the uh, stats, you know, from the game and the snap count, the fact that they almost every single player played the entire game, we're not rotating guys in and out that type of thing. I think it was four of the five played all seventy-five plays. That doesn't happen with the Browns very often. No. Normally we're you know, moving guys around. This guy played left tackle the first half. He's over playing right tackle. Our center's playing guard. I mean, all kinds of different combinations on our
1: line. I'm pretty sure the only four plays Conklin came out, I think it was like an equipment issue.
3: Yeah. I think that that is what they said. Something with his helmet or something like that. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, that's awesome. You know, highest grade player on offense this week for the Browns, not Odell, not Baker, not Cream Hunt. Wyatt Teller was graded at 94.1, which was good enough for third highest in the NFL this week. We've talked about it on the show. Yeah. This dude has been a complete yes. surprise to yes. me. Like I we didn't think he was a start. We didn't no. know if he was gonna be the we were, starter. Yeah, no, we and it him. seemed almost like week in and week out. He's our best yeah. he just pops you don't notice offensive linemen that often. At least, you know, you're watching you're watching the ball. And and until they get a penalty, then you know him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And right. I feel like I see why I notice Wyatt Teller jump off the film. Like he just mauls people. Yeah. He pulls on those counters. And just pancakes everybody. I mean, he is He loves dominating the really. run
2: scheme. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it, is, it is his thing, man. Like I said, they got the right personnel to execute this
1: plan. I just saw a quote from uh, Wyatt Teller that said, um, Conklin and, and uh, J.C. Treder, are the smart guys. They tell him what to do, and then he goes out and he just hits people. <laughs> I
5: like
3: that. Hey, yeah. You got to have some of those guys. Yeah. You got to have some of those guys that are just really you know, there to do their job. You know, don't get, don't confuse me with all that you know analytic stuff. Yeah, just
1: see guy hit guy.
5: <laughs> yeah,
3: <You're right.
1: laughs> you know, so and he's doing that extremely well. And I mean, that's the difference in our line right now is we thought we had this gaping hole at right guard, and now I mean, he's playing at a whole level.
3: Yeah, he, yep. yeah, he's right there. You know, the whole line is right now. Uh, I mean, there's no weakness. I mean, we've talked. You know past players when we were doing our drafts of who we were having to take of guys who stood out for the wrong things and now we're talking about well, hey how about teller stood out you know he's you know hit that block or whatnot on that counter play we're not talking about like oh great did you see what a teller did or whatnot fell down (laughs) fell right into baker The
1: (laughs) the last offensive lineman for the browns i remember watching and standing out on tape was Cam Irving, Oh yeah, and it was usually because he was just getting mauled on his way to giving up another sack. So this is such a breath of fresh air to see a a dominant offensive line. Well, and with the holes
4: that they're opening up, even uh, to quote Zach when uh, Dearness Whatnot Johnson got in there. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) They were like, yeah, this guy got off a fishing boat, and he literally – we were just texting. I had like three group messages going on, and every one of them was, hey – this Johnson guy, it turns out he can run the ball pretty well, too. And how I mean, I don't know how, if it's situational with the line, is just, you called it out a couple weeks ago, you said Wyatt Hilliard is just pulling and just killing people upfield. Right. So before anybody even gets hands on, there's just huge, huge holes upfield. Well, well
3: you go ahead, Josh.
4: I was just going to say, Hill- Hilliard's
2: not bad either. No, no, he looked good. He no. comes in, it's like, I don't. I just like you said, Blake, for, for the Forty ers I don't care who's running the ball. Yeah, yeah. give it to them; it's going to work.
3: I, it was funny. Uh, Skip Bayless on their show on Fox oh, Sports God. was talking or whatnot, and he's he's you know he's all about you're down on the Cowboys, and they're talking like this, Derenz Johnson or whatnot leading. He's like, where'd this guy come from? Like they just picked him off the side of the road and said, "Hey, we're playing the Cowboys this week <laughs> or whatnot. You can come and rush for eighty yards." <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, it, it was crazy to see. It's it's awesome to see. I love having an identity. And I think we saw in this game, we started to see some explosive plays. We talked about that just in the last episode. As teams are start gearing up to stop this run game, which is, I mean, a historically good run game, we're going to start seeing some more of those over-the-top plays, even if it is Jarvis throwing instead of Baker. I, that's
4: what I was going to say. Oh. First touchdown of the game, wow. Jarvis trick play. But yeah. that's a that's a Freddie Kitchens play. But that's the yeah, first but play of the game. We're not running the ball, you know, 10, 15 times to set anything up. We're just well, hey, go out there and chuck that ball down there. Yeah,
3: and here and he put it on the money too. I know, it was beautiful. Oh no, it's beautiful. not. Now Jarvis has done this in the past. Okay, Absolutely. so it's not like yeah. this is like new. But I mean, he put it on. I mean, it wasn't like Odell was eating popcorn. Nobody around him in the end zone just yeah. waiting on the ball. Like oh. it was
2: a perfect throw. Right on the sideline, up, up. You know. Yep. Of yeah. his head, so he could get up and catch it. I mean, and w- crazy. Uh, I mean, it was out there all over social media.
3: Crazy stat. He throw, threw the football with his left hand, but he throws a baseball with his right hand. Yeah. Does he really? That's wild. Yeah. So he threw out a first pitch at a game, threw it right handed, but he threw that pass left handed. Number one wide receiver on the team. Absolutely.
2: (laughs) Absolutely. I knew exactly where you're headed. Number one receiver, number one quarterback.
1: (laughs) Uh, So we've talked a lot about the offense. We did touch on this a little bit early in the episode. Miles Garrett was our highest graded defensive player at an 84.7. That's his third week in a row being the highest graded defensive player for our team. He now leads the league with five sacks and 27 total pressures. And we talked about it coming into this season, and then after week one we really gave him a hard time. But he it seems like he's starting to find that groove now too where yeah. he's playing like that guy we thought he was going to be. He's been, he has been—he was dominant in this game, and he was dominant last week. He's got that yep. strip sack. We joked about it last oh. week. We were like, he's got the strip sack
4: figured out. Right. And Every week again. we see he, it. Yes, he does. Just, yeah. and I feel bad for Dallas Cowboy fans because the offensive linemen that they were putting on him, they were just like, oh, hey, here comes this rookie. Trotting out there and just getting absolutely dominated. Well, that's another thing. Yeah. They had injury right off. What was it? Second, third, second play. play, of the play game. I think. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah I mean, their offensive line is decimated. Yep. I mean, once a what a year ago, two years ago, that say, line was yeah, like the dominant, best in number in the one. League. Yeah. yeah. Yep, yep.
1: Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. So hopefully he continues to play like this because now he looks unguardable, unblockable. Now I'm going to say this we need somebody else on this defense to step up yes because it's like if miles miles garrett can't get a sack every single play somebody else has, has to get to the quarterback and so we need some other people to step up on defense which we'll get into that but you know i already touched on we had no turnovers only five penalties we forced three more turnovers a lot went right for the browns in this game a lot of it on offense and uh it, it's just crazy to see the browns put up points it and is. never in my life yeah. have we have we scored like this
3: no and and, and how easily they do it at times yeah. i feel like i feel like some of these drives we're doing like it's not like oh we had to you know complete this third and twenty play to keep the drive going it's just like methodically just moving the ball yep. down the field
4: at will six seven yards on first down with the yep. run
3: yeah you can you know that like and that's like the biggest thing is you can get in the third and four and still have the opportunity to run the football. Yeah, I mean, how many teams? It's like third and four, third and five, and defenses are yeah. like yeah. sit back, playing the pass yep. or whatnot. Not yes. against Cleveland right now. Nope. You want
2: to you want to read this stat that Ian Murphy
1: just threw out here? Yeah, Miles Garrett's on pace for over 100 pressures in a season. <laughs> he's it's, he's had literally legendary status, never been done before. Well, and that's something. Remember, we talked about that.
2: I think after the first game hmm. or something, maybe it was after the Bengals we game, yeah. we talked about how balls coming out so my, quick. Yeah, Yeah. Miles Garrett, like, you know, we kept saying, oh, he's disappearing, he's disappearing, but then I read that article, that stat, that he actually led the league in pressures. Like, oh, well.
1: It's starting to come to fruition. Yeah, now you're starting to see that. Yeah, because he's played like an absolute beast the last two weeks. Um, Before we move into the, you know, what went wrong section, I do want to say pregame, everybody, you guys were texting about how it couldn't be a shootout, and I said, I think it's going to be a shootout. Because I think we're going to be able to score super easily against these guys, and we're just going to we're going to use our system to score quickly. And how nice is it to see that we don't? When we got down fourteen seven, there was no panic. There was no. We didn't come out on the next drive and th- drop back Baker back four times in a row to throw right. the ball. We just were like, nope, we're going to keep doing what we do, and eventually it's going to work. And then it worked for the next four yeah, drives. That, so that's the
2: thing. So we score forty nine points, and Baker had one hundred sixty five yards passing. <laughs> yeah,
4: <laughs> that's it. We, and we need that. all we, we need to just keep doing that. Yeah,
2: exactly. And I do wanna, no turnovers. That's yeah. two games in a row, right? I yep. mean, yeah. we we talked about that early. Like Baker, you got to
1: have turnover. You know, free games. You
2: can't be turning the ball over.
1: Well, yep. There we go. I do want to see the Baker to continue to progress because we're going to have games this year where we need him to make some throws. Yes, he's going to have to make some plays this year. We we're not going to win ten, eleven games where he throws for one hundred and fifty yards every game. We need rookie Baker. <laughs> yeah. In those moments, yeah. We need it. There was a play in this game where, in the fourth quarter, where Dallas had started their comeback and it was third and six or whatever. And Odell ran a double move up the left sideline and wide open, walk in for a touchdown if Baker hits him. And Baker threw it out of bounds. And that's a throw Baker needs to make. You know, he he played a good game, a solid game. But that's the kind of stuff, you know, as we start getting even more into this season, I want to see him make those throws because we're not asking you to make 15 throws a game now. You got to make four or five. We need you to make those throws. Yep. So, you know that's what went right for the Browns. Obviously, a lot of good stuff. Um, so we'll move into what went wrong for the Browns. I put spoiler alert. Not a lot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> because for a long time, this game was an absolute beatdown. Three weeks in a row. This and this
2: section of the show, this list on the doc on the show doc, is getting smaller and smaller. Yes. Yeah. Smaller. Yes. It uh, feels really good. Yeah. You know,
3: I mean, what would happen? I mean. You know, we say, you know, we kind of played not to lose. So, And like Josh said, you know, you're just managing the game. You feel like, hey, we don't have to really score anymore as long as we don't turn the ball over, you know, do anything dumb and let this team back in the game. And uh, our dumb thing was letting our defense run out on the field to try to stop the Cowboys because that wasn't happening uh, in the second half. But uh, I felt like we could have put up almost 70 points on these guys. I felt like, If we wanted to.
1: I thought we got – once we scored that field goal in the third quarter, after that, it got very vanilla. Obviously, we're yeah. a run team, but there was – it was very basic runs too. It was basically like ISO right, ISO left. Let's just try to bleed clock and get out of here. And credit the Cowboys, they stacked the line and they were actually able to stop it for the first time all season. Uh, but I thought – do what got you there i i hate when teams do that stuff you know they get up big and then they they start doing this and let the team back in it this should have never even been a game oh and there's there a point in this fourth quarter where like, i was ner- a nervous wreck i was yeah. like i'm not gonna be able to go in public <laughs> <laughs> because like i've been talking a lot of smack for the last three quarters right and we're about to give this game away we're gonna falcon it yeah yeah
3: oh my gosh yeah them feel bad for them uh Uh, But you got – Baker did just miss on that one throw to Odell. Odell was open on that bomb. That would have been another touchdown. Yeah. Uh, Missed him by a good five yards or whatnot out in front of him.
1: Didn't even give him a chance. You got to at least put it in his range and give him a chance.
3: But there were those opportunities, you know, when they were crowding the line that we did miss on those. Um, And other teams are going to see that. They're going to see, like, hey, we can stack the line. Let's make Make – You kind of say you got to do to Lamar Jackson. Make him throw. Make him – you know, get up there, stop the run, make him beat you with his arm. Well, you know, so far this year, Baker hasn't done that. You no. know, he's been all right, okay, when he's made the shorter throws and we need him. But he hasn't, you know, had to hit those long bombs downfield.
1: He did have some very nice, accurate passes. In this yes. Game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like I said, we ne- you're a, for- a number one pick. We need you to make that those couple throws a game to help ice the game away. We're, yeah. And as team teams eventually, we keep saying this every week, Eventually, teams are going to start putting <laughs> ten in the box, like right. you know, giving us the Adrian Peterson treatment. Right? <laughs> yeah, you know, and we're going to need Baker to to hit those big plays to soften that up a little bit. Um, the defense was trash in the first quarter. I remember after the first quarter, I was like, Oh my god! The, oh, I know this game. I know. We're it's gonna validating. we're gonna have to score every single possession yep. if we want to yep. have a chance at this game. And and then yeah, you weren't wrong. And then we did, yeah. yeah. And then <laughs> right. credit the defense for two quarters; they played really well. Yeah. And then I thought fourth quarter we went into prevent defense and don't do that against a team. The Cowboys have three receivers that could potentially be number one receivers on other people's teams. Don't do that. Keep playing aggressive. Do what got you this huge lead. They've the Cowboys have proven that they can score quick. They just did it to the Falcons. They just did it. They were Seahawks Seahawks Seahawks. to the Seahawks. They've done it every single week. So why why stop doing what got you this lead? I didn't understand that, and you know I actually texted a friend of mine it was halfway through the third quarter i said is it bad that i'm still nervous that we might not hang on to win this game we were up 48 to 14 or something crazy and he was like no for 20 years we've been watching the browns find ways to lose yeah and man we almost lo- we almost found a way to lose the game not right. so just that not made me just the browns nervous. cleveland sports team and like yeah. yes.
4: there's that that vibe. Yeah, it, doesn't, it, matter. Cal- 15, doesn't, yeah, it doesn't matter. Cavs up fifteen, start in the fourth quarter. Doesn't matter. They Indians, somehow lose by ten. Indians blow it in the ninth in the ninety-seven World Series. Blew it Which, in the ninth just had, against the Yankees uh, yeah. just the other just yeah, last week. We I don't want
3: to. Yeah, oh we my gosh. Them bad man. But uh, uh, yeah, so like Bl- like Blake said, you know, when we were when we got that field goal, went up forty-one fourteen. Here's the Dallas. Here's Dallas's drives. Eleven play drive three minutes and a score, seven play drive, two minutes and a score, 11 play drive, two minutes and a score. 11
1: plays in two minutes. Yeah. Hurry up.
3: And then, I mean, and then they, and then we went and got, and then Odell, so that made it 41-38 with two minutes ago. Odell takes it to the house. Yeah. Kind of, I was able to breathe. And then they actually went right back down the field and.
1: Denzel Ward. Yeah. Denzel Denzel Ward Ward got 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 the pick. pick.
3: So they went right back down nine, nine plays in a minute 50 before the pick.
1: Yeah, if he doesn't pick that off, it was they almost they score again. We're right back. We've got to get another first down. We're
3: something. like, we better get this onside kick. They're going <laughs> to kick that watermelon ball or whatnot, and we've we got to jump on it.
1: Yeah, I mean, the defense, I know we, we held Dallas to 14 points for a long time, but, man, it feels like if we're not forcing turnovers, we're almost like a home run hitter. We're either hitting a home run or we're striking out. We're either forcing a turnover or these guys are going 11 plays in two minutes and scoring. Yeah. So we gotta, we gotta shore up the defense. Miles Garrett can't be the only person to get pressure, and Denzel Ward can't be the only person to cover somebody. Yeah, you know, we we need some other players to start stepping up on defense. Sendejo, you gotta. I mean, you gotta do something out there, man. <laughs> something. But, uh, something. he's painfully, painfully underwhelming. It you notice crazy. him all the time. Absolutely. It it's was crazy. awful. I was pumped when we signed him. I was like, this dude yeah. is solid He was good for the Vikings
3: yeah. for, like, a decade. He was really good. <laughs> Maybe that's the problem, a decade. I yeah. was going to
1: say, Julio Jones was really
2: good for the Falcons oh, for a long time. Don't.
4: So yeah. All, all I needed him to do was give me, like, six points to make things interesting in my when I was playing the number one guy in our league. And, oh, not coming out at half, I just put my phone <laughs> in my toolbox yeah. and <laughs> work and walked away. I, 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 did I knew see, what it was happening. I did see
3: Blake's uh, – Blake's guy, Jacob Phillips, uh, was kind of back, played some snaps, and yeah. wasn't terrible, no, I... uh, especially in pass coverage because he's an athletic guy. He's not going to be – I don't see him as being this big run-stopper type of a guy, but I see him as a guy who can maybe blitz, get after the quarterback because he's pretty quick. Um, and then he was surprisingly good in pass coverage. He only played – a handful of plays, but I remember noticing him and being like, "Oh wow, okay, maybe we joked about it. Maybe he Jacob Phillips something. is actually yeah. going to be all right."
1: Yeah, yeah, I think I said at Texas that uh, my, my boy, boy. Jacob <laughs> Phillips, is making plays <laughs> out there. Now,
2: so, what's the standing of Mac Wilson right now?
3: He played. Yeah, he yeah. played. He, they just said he's not ready for full go. It's okay. the article I read that he played. I think it was like between ten or fifteen snaps. He played six snaps last week. They just said they're easing him into. Well, that's,
2: that's good. If we can, you know, we got a three and one record as we're easing in. Yes, arguably our best um, linebacker, and I did see because I was rewatching the game last night because I missed it on Sunday. I saw a play where um, Taki Taki was like fingertips away from a pick. Yep, yep.
3: Oh, there was a there was a lot. I mean, if you go back to the one touchdown with Sendejo, oh, yes. if Sendejo takes a better angle. That's a pick. Yeah, or at the least first breakup. The fir- or yeah. at least one, just I couldn't even yeah. really caught the ball. Yeah, I, and I I mean I don't know how. And then I was like, we'll an, and he up. hit. And he hit Denzel Ward. And I was thinking, oh yep. boy. There we go. Well, even even it know. is. Yep. Denzel. Yeah. He just killed Denzel or whatnot.
4: <laughs> just <laughs> killed him, whatnot.
3: <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that's, yeah. It was, I was, I was worried about that. And then yeah, I, I was like, okay, is, he didn't hit him that hard. This is
2: <laughs> turned into the Whatnot Browns podcast.
3: Yeah.
4: yeah. I like I it. I say it a I lot. I like it. It's cool, bro. I'm good with it.
3: So I, I'm going to make it, put that on a t shirt. Trademark it. Yeah. Underdog yeah. or whatnot or whatever yeah. Shaq calls his guy on TNT. Put that on a t shirt. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, I thought for sure Sandeo picked it off, or at the least was going to light that guy up. Yeah, instead he lit up Denzel Ward. Yeah, there <laughs> the I mean, guy. Guy. who's made of glass? Yes, I, I mean even the
2: broadcast didn't know what to do. The camera, like it was like Amari. No, oh wait, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, like right, A, they were like, oh somebody caught that over here, and then he's yeah. in the end and zone, like I, I actually do have it.
3: And if you look at the replay, um, they broke it down kind of like there were some people on ESPN bashing, not bashing, but saying, you know, Dak looked good, but hold on, let's look at this. This one here could have been picked. This one here could have been picked, or what?
1: There, there was a lot of those plays. They had three turnovers. It could have been five, six. Yes, we said yeah. that
4: last the week before too. Though I mean, yeah, I mean, he's, he threw the ball fifty-eight times. I mean. Yeah, he's going to.
2: It's
1: not a good recipe for success. No, you actually, need a run pass balance. He actually said that before the game this week when he was talking to the media, Dak did, where he was like, you know, when we p- we're pushing the ball downfield, we're going to be more susceptible to the turnover. I just got to be, you know, more careful with the football. He easily could have thrown five picks. Yeah, definitely. I mean, 58 times.
3: Against a good defense. If he's playing like the Patriots and throwing those, no. he isn't completing all those passes.
1: No. So. I, I, I want to see more out of the defense. Um that'll kind of segue us into the Colts preview. Um Oh boy. Colts. I think this is a this is a ver- another good, you know, test for the Browns to see where we're at because they they're not super explosive on offense, you know, and Philip Rivers is he likes to turn the ball over so can we can we force a couple more turnovers this week the the real test though is going to be can we continue this offensive dominance i'm going to call it dominance because right now the colts have the number one defense in the league they've yet to give up 300 yards of offense in a game and if if we score 30 plus on these guys it's like watch out league because the browns are for real yeah
2: i mean with the colts i feel like if we can just Minimize the damage they can do on the ground. Absolutely, we're going to be Absolutely. fine. I think because, like, like, we said, Rivers looks. You know, he's washed. He, you know, he's a he's a laundry machine now, and <laughs> <laughs> just turning everything over. I think. So. Yeah, <laughs> they have no receivers. Well played.
3: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I don't know if there's any. Hopefully, there's not any Colts fans watching this because I think their team is super overrated. I think they're so overrated. I don't. I don't think that their offense is. Very good at all. Okay, I, I like fair. Jonathan Taylor. There you go. I yep. I like him. Don't like anybody else on there. I don't like uh, Philip Rivers, past your Prime, T. Y. Hilton, Pastor Prime. I mean They've nothing. Mo Cox. Mo Ali Cox. The guy played basketball in college. He was a basketball <laughs> player. He wasn't even. A, he wasn't. He, he never. He didn't play football in college. And he's their best wide receiver. Their offense is not good at all. They rely on turnovers from their defense. It's what keeps yes. them in games. Um And, every, you know, they're 3-1. and one. They've played – they lost to Jacksonville, who really isn't yeah. that good. They beat Minnesota, who didn't – their offense yeah. didn't play. Uh, And then they played Sam Darnold. He threw two pick-sixes <laughs> in the game. And then they played Chicago, who, if anybody tuned in last week, I said Nick Foles sucks as a starting quarterback. <laughs> he proved me right. Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I think going into this game, their defense is super good. Yeah. But – What offences have they played?
1: They really haven't played a good offense. Yeah. Especially they played the Vikings early and the Vikings last two weeks seemed to get their offense going a little bit. But early in the season, the Vikings offense was putrid. Yeah. To to say to put it nicely. So Like you listed off stats earlier
2: about the Browns run game that yes, the Cowboys defense isn't very good, but we've seen this every week. We saw it against the Ravens. Even we were getting completely shellacked. I mean both our running backs had over five, what, five and six yards a carry. I, we can run the ball.
1: We ran the ball well against Washington, and they have a good front yes. seven. You know, so I, I really want to see us. I, and I, you know, we're quarterway in the season now. I believe in Stefanski. I believe that he's not going to come out and do anything stupid. He's going to do what got us here. We're going to run the ball at him, even without Chubb. So we're throwing a different NFL leading rusher at you. You yeah. Know? so. Yeah, another um, pro bowler. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very interested to see how this goes. I did want to mention this on the show. A lot of people, a lot of haters out there saying, you know, the Browns are 3-1, and one, but who have they played? Don't give me that crap because you <laughs> didn't pick any of the – you didn't pick the Browns to win any of those games. Yeah. Right. So you picked us to lose, and then when we win, you say, oh, you haven't huh. played anybody. Get
5: the,
3: get out of here. <laughs> yeah, and that and I hear that argument all the time from cuz I have a couple friends. I got a Steelers friend, oh. I got a Ravens friend. They're like, "Oh, Worst people, I'm uh, like, "Hey guys, just so you know, Browns one game back. It, <laughs> one game, it, game it, back care. in the division right now." And they'll be like, "Well, look who you played." Well, you can only play who's on your schedule. I can't play the Chiefs every week. Yeah, right. And I
5: wouldn't want to anyway.
3: <laughs> but, I mean, you can only play who you got on your schedule. Yeah. So, I mean, and it, we're kind of using that, the, who the Colts have played. But I just don't see that their offense, if their offense was as good as ours, they'd be putting up huge numbers against these, you know, less
1: than average teams. Well, so their I,
2: leading it, receiver last week was the fourth guy in line as far as receivers
1: go, yep. starting the season. And, and here's the thing, the difference between their, you know, we can kind of talk about who they play and what kind of numbers they put up. The Colts were considered playoff contenders, and they were probably yes. favored in every single game. I would say the only game the Browns have been favored in is maybe the Redskins games. There were people picking the Bengals to beat us. Yeah, but we were favored though.
3: Yeah, we were favored against the Bengals. But I know what I know what you're saying. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. People were picking the we're Bengals not to
2: beat us. Vegas favored. Uh, yeah, we're you know. not
3: favored this week. We're underdogs this week at all. Yeah.
1: So. But when we win, it'll be like, well, the Colts haven't played anybody. The yeah.
3: Colts, they had a long
4: travel from uh, ending. <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: So, so.
3: yeah, we're two-and-a-half-point dogs. Uh, Colts are giving up 14 points per game. Uh, so, their defense, but like we said, who have they really played? Uh, they've, won't, they've given up 16 rushing first downs. The Browns have 42 rushing first downs. So, I mean, we're going to see, okay, who's going to break? Yeah. Uh, they're 34 percent on third down, so if we can get them into some third down situations, you know, I like our chances. Their offense has only scored eight touchdowns. Our offense has scored 16. Ooh. So I mean, their <laughs> we offense had eight
1: touchdowns against the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. The
3: uh, <laughs> a, a biggest thing in what they do, their defense is really good, um, and their offense controls time of possession. I saw they're like yep. plus eight minutes or whatnot through the four weeks in their time of possession. So. Uh, and they're also plus four in turnover. So as much as uh, Phillip Rivers turns the ball over, their defense is getting you know the turnovers back. Um, I think he's got three picks I saw with four touchdowns so yep. far this year. Yep. Um. So I do like Jonathan Taylor. Uh, their defense is only giving up seventy-seven yards per game to the rush. We got three guys that could probably average that in one game. <laughs> um, but they definitely rely on short fields. I think their offense and. The biggest thing, and me and Josh were kind of talking before uh, you guys got here, showing up late. Yep. Um, <laughs> that they got a rookie kicker that took over for Vinatieri Blankenship and doing it. Um, he's twelve of fourteen. They kicked fourteen field yep. goals already this year, yep. and the Browns have only kicked I think what do we say four or five? Parky's like perfect because we didn't we missed in week one. Right. Or what? now we're gonna forget about Seibert. Uh, your boy, yeah, your,
1: your yeah. Oklahoma boy.
3: Yeah, I don't. Yeah, not. Not. I don't want to talk about Oklahoma. Um, <laughs> Oklahoma's defense. Is, I mean, that'd be them in the Browns. I don't know which one's worse. So, uh, but yeah, no. They rely on short fields. They get turnovers. You know, their defense is able to keep you. You know, on negative side of the field, and then they get the ball at the fifty. They go and they get a couple yards. They turn it into a field goal. So, I just think that you know, Colts aren't as good as what. People say they are.
4: I do think so in their defense. So their defense, we're, we'll say that they're all right. They've got a very, very good head coach.
3: Oh, yeah, I, yeah Frank, Reich. I, I like Frank
4: Reich. Super, yeah. super underrated. I, Agreed. Um, I yeah.
0: mean,
4: probably the best thing that that franchise has going. It's definitely not quarterback. Yeah, no,
3: and it, he is. He is a really good coach. I think yeah. one of the better ones in the NFL. Yep. Um,
2: And you don't hear sure. about him.
4: But you never hear no. about him.
2: Now, just, you know, to Stefanski's credit, who hopefully a, a year or two from now, we're still sitting here doing this podcast, talking about Stefanski yes. as being one of the better head coaches. Yes. I mean, when you, when you watch him, and granted, you can't see his face, but <laughs> you can't see anybody's face out there, right. apparently. Um, he doesn't, he's not high, he's not low. Nope. You know what nope. I mean? He, de- he never looks like he's lost or confused, like happened every game last year. Like, you know, maybe something doesn't go right on the field. Okay, fine. We're moving on to the next thing. You know, something does go really well. He's not losing his mind, flipping out, celebrating. Like, yep. it's, like
3: it's John Gruden make on the, the sideline, Chucky, or whatnot, running down <laughs> yeah. the sideline because they scored a touchdown. I used to get
4: super frustrated with, he's now a head coach, Romeo. Yeah. Romeo, Romeo oh, would literally Romeo. Things would be falling apart. Romeo would just be out there just like, oh, no. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what? We uh, gave up a 35-yard sack? I don't know. Uh, I used to get so angry about that because I like, – how about the fact that he's still coaching it's in the crazy. NFL? That's crazy. And he's a head coach now. He's going to be the oldest
3: – I think I saw a stat he's going to be, like, the oldest uh, head coach to, like, coach a game or whatnot in NFL history
1: because yeah. he's, like, 70-something years old. I wouldn't yeah. run Romeo Cornell to be my head coach, but – He's a defensive good, coordinator. He's yeah, and He just seems like the nicest guy in the world. Yes. Like, come Christmas time, I just want to, like, have him be and we oh. can, like – and he can <laughs> tell me what he's going to bring me for Christmas. Like he's my grandpa or something. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> well, gosh. I was going to
2: say, how about that Mike Pettin Green Bay defense right now?
1: Oh. Hey. We're not going to talk hey. about Mike
3: Pettin Hey, <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Best coach in the last decade, Mike Pettin. <laughs> Shout out.
2: <laughs> um, I, one, I was going to say one thing, though, know, real quick back to Stefanski is, as Browns fans, we don't get to say this kind of stuff every year. But, you know, you were talking about people saying, oh, well, who have you guys played? You guys didn't really play anybody. The Browns don't ever win the games that we're supposed to win. We yeah, were really supposed to you. beat the Bengals, and we did. We were supposed to beat the Redskins, and we did. We really weren't. I don't think favored to beat the Cowboys, and we. No. Aside from letting them come back in garbage time, we beat the crap out of them. Yeah. So, I, good I don't teams like any of
1: bad teams. You win the yep. games you're
2: supposed to, and then, you know, a handful of the ones you're not. I yeah. guess, and, and you're a good team.
3: Yeah, and Browns fans out there, uh, when we did our schedule breakdown. I think most of us here and if you guys you know how you know big of a fan are you you went through this schedule and broke down what you thought the Browns were going to do this year record wise into this stretch before the season started Dallas, Indy, Pittsburgh. Yikes. Come away with one and that's a win. Yikes. Come away with one cuz the schedule is going to get a lot easier. We kind of talked yep. about that before the show mm-hmm. some of the teams we got to play. You get one of those and you're like, "All right, we can kind of breathe. We took one of those three that was our toughest, you know, stretch." Well, we've already took we've already took one. And Let's go get I two. think I think we're getting two this week.
1: I completely agree. And we were talking about this a little bit, you know, just kind of looking at the future. The Browns, the Browns have six games on our schedule that as long as, you know, barring a collapse or you know something crazy happens, we should those are games we should win. I think the Browns are staring nine wins easily in the face right now, as long as we continue on this trend. So go win a game against the Colts, you know, maybe beat the Raiders, something like that, maybe split with the Steelers. Browns could easily get to 10 or 11 wins. Well, we, I
2: mean, we smacked the Ravens one game last year. Is like, wh- where did that come from? So, yeah. I mean, that's very, you know, in the realm of possibility, too, that we beat them, like you said, split with the Steelers. I say beat them twice. Why not? Yeah. You know? yeah. I like
1: your style, yeah. bro. Yeah, that's right. I like you I your mean? style. <laughs> you, know, I, you know, I don't want to get too far ahead and start thinking crazy, but when was the last time? Well, you know, this isn't – we're not in week two anymore. We're a quarter away done with the yeah. season. So – this is you can kind of tell when the good teams are starting to separate from the bad teams and stuff like that, and it seems like the Browns have separated themselves and they're trending towards the good team area. And mm-hmm. we got the Giants, the Jets, the Jaguars, the Bengals, the Texans, and the Eagles to play. Oh man, juicy! That sounds yeah. good. The yeah. like, division leading sounds-
2: Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. One, one, two, remember when we one, two, talked? One,
3: two, remember yeah. when we talked last? Week, we were like, why? Why would they take a tie? Why wouldn't they it just? Shows, it looks, so now they're now they're in first in the division because they took the tie. It's yeah. Unreal. So. It,
1: so, I mean, you know, I don't want to be overzealous. I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. Yep. But the way we have started this season, the way we have played so far, and the, the way the schedule breaks down, we have a tough three-game stretch. And then the rest of the season we've got the Steelers one more time and the Ravens one more time. There's not really any other tough games. Maybe the Raiders is our toughest game other than the Steelers and the Ravens. Yeah, but they're not
2: throwing anybody out there to, re- you know, catch the ball either.
1: That's so, the thing. So, I mean – like I said, I don't want to get too crazy, but I think ten weeks from now we might be sitting here like having a really exciting show this episode hey, of uh, this podcast.
3: Hey, I'm I'm going away from Blake. I'm I'm going crazy. I'm happy that we're three and one because <laughs> never bro. seen this before. Too, um, yeah, I'm so super stoked. I'm, hey, I'm taking advantage of it. So yes. hey, we're one game out of the division. So Baltimore and Pittsburgh yeah. fans or whatnot, yeah. I'm giving. I'm giving. I don't care because I'm all. I'm. I'm I'm hyped because we're three and one. I don't Cleveland fan,
1: man. I get it, bro. It feels I so good. It. I I just keep telling my fiance. I'll just be like, "Hey, guess what?" And she's like, "What?" And I'm like, "The Browns are three and one." <laughs> <laughs> she's so sick of hearing it. <laughs> like, I just keep put it this way: the Browns were dominating so much at one point. We were watching it together, and she looks at me. and She goes, "What's going on?" And I was like, "Your guess is as good as mine." But we're about to be three and one. Right. And it just it feels so good. So what a know? time
3: to be alive.
1: Think, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I think I put that in one of our Facebook posts. No time to be alive. Hey,
3: now, on, Titans better, you know, zip it up, lock it up, not be ruining this COVID situation oh. for everybody. Yeah, no um,
2: kidding. Because, well, them and the Patriots now. like, yeah, Come on, guys.
3: Gilmore getting close to Mahomes after the game. but And that's the biggest thing with this whole COVID thing, that, like, these players are getting tested almost every day, you know, when they have this case. They're getting tested every day, every day. And sometimes it doesn't show up for a couple of days. I'm gonna you know?
1: say, I'm gonna say this though too. Every I'm pretty sure I saw a thing that every player who's tested positive so far is asymptomatic. I think you're correct on that. So are they false positives? You mean to tell <laughs> yeah, me all I mean, these people getting it, not one oh, those person. Don't happen. Not one person yeah. has symptoms. Not They're one sending si-
3: him that one lab again. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. New Jersey. <laughs> the Jersey lab. So yeah.
1: I think worst case scenario, say there is like a, a, a mini outbreak among a couple teams. I think the NFL will be like, we're gonna take two weeks off. Everybody go home and quarantine for two weeks, and then we'll we'll just pick it right back up. Well,
3: how weeks. did how did you guys feel about the Pittsburgh and Titans game being post uh, postponed?
4: So if I'm a Steelers fan, and I saw Rothsberger say it too, they completely stole their they messed their bye week up for him. Mm-hmm. Can you force them to have a bye week three games into the season? They have to they have to yeah. play
1: thirteen okay. weeks. Okay, in a row it's insane. Now. So and
4: if, here's the other here's
3: the other we thing get too. Them right at the end of that of when they play. When they come back, okay, so they get now, because they had the bye week in the middle, like right after they played us, like week seven, eight, right. something like that. So now that's all flip-flopped around. So now who do they get to play in that spot? They get to play Baltimore, oh, and Baltimore's excellent. coming off a bye. Nice. So, I mean, not only did it, it was like insult to injury, now we got to play all these games in a row. We switched our bye up. Oh, okay, now we get to play like one of probably one of our biggest games of the year in the division, and they're coming off a bye.
1: Yeah, if you're the Steelers and you're looking at this... Would, you, I'd be mad. You're going... Absolutely. If, we yeah. w- if the Steelers are looking at this going, if we do what we want to do, make a Super Bowl run, that's, that's like 17 games in a row. Yeah. That's basically <laughs> like playing a season without a bye.
3: Right. And the thing that I don't... And the thing that I didn't like is we they kind of thought this might happen. So yeah. we said, you can have more players on your practice squad. or You yeah. can ha- carry more players on your active roster. They planned all these things yeah. in case this happened and then they were like ah that can't
2: yep. that's what i didn't understand we were talking about that in our group chat like what when did the plans all of a sudden just get scrapped like they right. said if a player gets covid we're gonna quarantine them they're out two weeks whatever you know you know no matter who it test is everybody yeah exactly no matter who it is they expanded the roster you have more people on your practice squad you can call them up blah blah they changed all these rules and then somebody you know, they got three guys with covid and they're like Cancel the game, both right. it. Like, well, and when did you guys scrap the original plan?
3: Yeah, and if I was Tennessee, I'd be like, "Does Derrick Henry have it? Okay, we're playing." Right.
4: <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. So Corey Davis they came out today and said that he's on. He's on the list now. Well, they uh,
3: had two more. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and so they haven't been in their facility well, for over a week
4: now. They've, they've said like NFL is really looking into Tennessee because they think that they kind of just were like. Well, during Mike
3: Grable we during... Yes, we don't care. Mike, We're doing whatever we want. Well, uh, yeah, well, look at it. Mike Vrabel has an open-door policy. Somebody yeah. was taking a crap during the,
1: <laughs> the draft. So, I Good mean, point. who well, knows? I'm surprised not everybody doesn't have pink eyes. <laughs> yeah. so.
3: so, I don't know what's going on down there. But, yeah, it's... I just... Take care of stuff down there, Tennessee. Don't yep. ruin this. Yeah, yep. because
1: I'm on cloud nine right now, and I'm not to You're not, oh, not that far. You're not that far. We'll drive down to Tennessee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got to lay the wood to somebody. I will going yeah, Wyatt uh, hit, I was gonna say hit guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, so, you know, I think we're all in agreement. The recipe to beat the Colts I think is what a lot of people consider is the recipe to beat the Browns. Stop stop their run, stop Jonathan Taylor, force Phillip Rivers to draw back and pass the ball, try to force some turnovers, you know, get them out of their comfort zone. Yep.
2: So. Yeah. So the the difference, we still have our weapons on offense. They don't.
1: No. If we force them to throw the ball, they're throwing to like Zach said, uh, college basketball player. Yep. Yeah. We're throwing to Odell. Yes. Austin Hooper, Jarvis Landry, and Joe comes back. Yeah. Uh, Harrison Bryant looks phenomenal. Every time Harrison Bryant gets the ball, looks good. Yes. Still can look, catch the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So you know, look out Colts. There's a train coming. It's called the Cleveland Browns. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, so let's move into uh, our game picks before we wrap this up. I think Z- uh, Zach has our numbers. Yep. Turns out we're pretty good at this, guys.
3: Yeah. So uh, we have a tie for the best record this week, which is Josh once again. But I have joined him from the <laughs> Welcome cellar. Welcome the cellar. No longer center, dwelling yeah, in the, the bottom, cellar. Yep. Uh, so I am. We both went twelve and three. Obviously, only fifteen games with Pittsburgh, Tennessee not being played. Uh, Blake was in second by himself, eleven and four, so just one game back. Justin, at ten and five. Sorry, guys, just letting, <laughs> so, letting everybody down. So total records going into week five, we have Josh at fifty-one and twelve. Uh, Blake, you were in second place at forty-six and 17, five games back. Justin, you are seven games back, forty-four and nineteen. I'm still at nine. Didn't make up any ground on. Josh, forty-two and twenty-one. I'm in last place, and I'm um, forty-two and it's twenty-one. A long, it's a long <laughs> season, man. It's a uh, long season. So we're gonna go into week five, um, Thursday night. We got Tom Brady and Tampa Bay at Chicago. Nick Foles.
1: I'm taking the Bucks. They seem to be figuring some things out. Well, uh, how,
3: a little gonna, bit worried. On, they got a
1: lot uh, of injuries. Defenses.
4: Herbert. Herbert yeah, is gashed him up, man.
1: really good. That dude might be the real deal. Yeah,
3: yeah. I th- and I think he is really good. I was really um, wrong about him. Yeah, I, I agree. I didn't think that he was going to be this good this fast. And Correct. he yep. is pretty good. Um, Tom Brady had to, you know, go vintage yeah, Tom Brady. Go into the bag of tricks, five touchdowns, yep. 360 yards passing. Uh, that's not against t- a good Chargers defense.
2: Yeah, yeah not so, your typical Tom
5: Brady game. Yep.
1: Yeah. And Mike Evans went out for a little bit, yep. real quick. Everybody's banged up. Uh, over there. Does Tyrod get that job back? Because their coach keeps saying Tyrod's no, be the no way. I think that's no something way. you have
2: no. to say as a as a head coach, yeah. it, especially whenever you got your rookie quarterback playing a lot sooner than you were expecting. You know, you got to continue to pump up the
1: yeah, veteran I've, just in case. How you many need times him, but, is going to happen to Tyrod? Whereas Tyrod team so brings you terrible. in to be the starter, and then you get injured, and the rookie comes in and plays out of this world, and you lose your job. Yeah, not I much mean, longer. He's he's no young chicken anymore. Yeah. And he could
4: start like Chicago. If I'm Chicago, I'm calling up, saying I'm calling them up and saying, L.A. is my fault. I almost said uh, San Diego." But uh, <laughs> I'm calling them up and I'm saying, "Hey, what do you think, guys? Fourth round pick, right? Let us, you know, get that lung healed up, and we'll take him." <laughs> right? Yeah. Hey, he, Tyrod, you he's can come Buffalo, here. You can trust our doctor. He was excellent. He was <laughs> an not, excellent, excellent game manager. Yes. Like that was also have, about five years ago. Yeah, uh, I'd take, uh, I'd take it. Yeah, I would take it. So we got Other what they have. Yes. Yes, yes, I'm
3: taking Tampa Bay. So Tampa Bay for me and Blake, any Justin.
4: Um. So yeah, Godwin's gonna be out. Lashawn McCoy's gonna be out. I'm gonna go ahead and take Tampa Bay. <laughs> All
2: right. <laughs> yes, give me TB Tom Brady. Yeah.
3: All right. So that'll take us into our Sunday games. Um, we got Carolina Teddy Bridgewater going and or at home but beat up on the Cardinals Uh, look good against Atlanta. This might be their coach's last stand if he makes it until Sunday. I
2: want this one first. I'm going with the Panthers 0-5, Falcons fire Dan Quinn after this loss.
1: (laughs) I'm going to go Panthers too. They seem like maybe they're figuring it out a little
2: bit. They look like it because I was in Carolina this weekend, so (laughs) guess what I got to watch? Nice.
4: You got to watch Mike Davis. I did a little research. (laughs) Mike Davis out there looking like uh, CMC. Um. Yeah, I'll take Carolina. Also, Man, Atlanta's and they're they've got injuries. They've uh, got so many injuries.
3: We've seen this kind of story before. Um, I think Atlanta's team comes back. I think they win. I think they play hard Ooh. for. I think some of their players know Dan Quinn's on the line here. Yeah. Um, uh, and they pull out a win here. So we're against all right. Carolina.
1: Yeah. yeah in last uh, your forty-two and eleven record or whatever. 20, Twenty-one. Twenty-one
3: yeah yeah terrible Dude, record <laughs> yeah. all right so we got uh one of the games of the week if it happens uh not sure if it's going to happen again it's this week happen. um we got buffalo at tennessee
1: i need it to happen because
2: what do you got tennessee Josh, hasn't practiced in like two weeks now yep. I'm Going yeah.
1: buffalo just because they look like the real deal
2: oh man yes buffalo just give me buffalo uh i'm gonna take titans i see titans having a uh, if they play injuries man it's gonna be
4: bad. They're gonna be well rested. Hopefully not to yeah. Hill.
3: <laughs> yeah, so I'm uh I'm looking at this too. I'm going to go Buffalo too. I can't okay. I even though this is a lot of people's upset, um, Buffalo's favorite coming in this game, it's a lot of people's upset, you mm-hmm. know, special game of the week. Yep. All right,
2: so Hang on we, now I'll make another quick uh midweek prediction here. Okay. This is if this game gets played in Week Five, it's played on either Monday or Tuesday night.
4: I would agree. I agree with that. I okay. agree. Yep.
2: I also agree.
3: Yep. Yep. So okay, so we got now Las Vegas at Kansas City. Raiders oh. typically play the Chiefs tough. Do they typically uh-huh.
4: play the Chiefs tough? <laughs> Interesting. I'm going Kansas City. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I'm good on that. Yeah. It's in Arrowhead. Give me the Chiefs. Is that the only reason? Just Kansas well. City. <laughs> Kansas City home. Of the Arrowhead sold you on it. I, I and they.
3: Uh, Kansas City struggled a little bit against uh, Bill Belichick's defense. And somebody, they, they contained and I forget for who. Bit. I think it was Ryan Clark on ESPN. Kind of put it in perspective. He's like. Bill Belichick is, like, a guy who plays three different types of defense. Like, his line's doing one thing. His yeah. linebackers are playing a different type of defense. And his secondary's playing a third. So, it's, like, hard to figure out what they're doing. And he's the only guy that can, like, master how to do it. Yeah. Um, and it gave it gave Mahomes fits, you know, for a good part of that game. And they dropped some interceptions that, yeah. you know, should have been picks. and. You know, didn't help New England had Jared Stidham. And hey, hey, if Stidham,
4: Stidham would Ryan have been the starter from the beginning. Hoyer took that sack, man, that just, it was like, draw, uh, just pushed him completely out of field goal. I room. thought was Belichick bad. was going to
1: take him behind the stadium, like <laughs> put, him, like put him down like a lame horse. <laughs> yeah. That was terrible. Yeah.
3: Uh, Denver, okay, it's talking about the Patriots. Denver at New England. Possibility of Drew Locke coming back this week, I thought mm. I heard.
4: I Yeah, I've heard that also.
3: Um, but I am, I'm taking New England.
2: Also New England. You skipped a whole bunch of one o'clock games.
3: Well, I, my list
4: might have been different than yours. So I'm <laughs> getting, we're getting there. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, where's this game at? It's not that even. That game was West Coast, so <laughs> there was hour difference going on. I'm gonna to take the Patriots. Mm, man, this game's
2: gonna.
1: Suck. You're, gonna
3: take, you're gonna take the Denver no, Broncos. No,
1: I can't do it on uh, this game.
3: I got to take the
2: Patriots. Just right
1: came sure, back. Got- He just has to have two negative tests, right? Who? I I thought it
4: was two weeks. He had to be out. Uh, So if it's if he's asymptomatic, you have it's five days and then two uh, negative tests in a row. Yeah, all. Oh, oh, okay. Take yeah, Cam, Patriot, bro. I was going to say, Belichick yeah. finds a
2: way to get Newton in there for sure.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll take the best he'll stuff, form. <laughs> stuff Kleenex up his <laughs> nose.
3: Just saying, we just saw Denver against Sam Darnold, and it was a shootout. So yeah. I don't think it, – it might not matter who New England's <laughs> thrown out there. That's true. Um, Arizona, Kyler Murray, we were really big on them after two weeks um, playing the Jets. I know they play the Jets here, but Kyler Murray and that Arizona train that a lot of people are like, hey, this is this could be a team to make a deep run. Kind of looking wishy-washy.
1: No, I need Kenyon Drake to get going. If he doesn't get going this week. Trade bait. Yeah, he's on the – I'll he, take him. He's on the
4: I know you line. would.
3: <laughs> uh,
1: I'm going to go Arizona just because I'll never pick the Jets in a game this year until they play the Giants, and I probably still won't play. To, uh, take them. I, and I made the mistake
4: last week. I thought for sure Jets were going to be able to pull that off on that Thursday night game. And now <laughs> Joe Flacco coming in. Uh, I'm still gonna take Arizona, even though. I, but we've said how many more games does Adam Gase have left?
3: Oh, he's on that. It's he's, unreal. I don't know. They must just be like, well, hey, we'll just keep him until somebody else gets and fired, so we get and get then Trevor, maybe we can like, yeah, they want <laughs> like Trevor
4: pick Lawrence up their, really bad, I guess. I mean, yeah, that's, what,
2: that's what I heard somebody say. Why would you trade or why would you fire your? Best, best play, your best. best bet to yeah, get Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. And by the way, the Jets are the number one reason why Clemson's going to have two more championship runs.
5: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> so. Yep. Uh, so we got Philly at uh, Pittsburgh.
2: Oh, by the way, so. I take I took the Cardinals on that one.
3: Oh, I thought you said I thought you said Cardinals when we first started. Sorry. Pittsburgh. do you want you... the jets do you want the jets this week <laughs> you know you know in. i will like blake I'll you said yeah you jets. said you were never ta- there was two teams i think it was the giants and the jets you were never taking a team from new york yeah but you're they... gonna have to twice this season or t- twice no 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 once oh it's the, the eagles, eagles. Yeah. that's now, who it was yeah and could have picked them last week justin should have yeah <laughs> um yeah. philly so we got the eagles <laughs> i mean beating up on a banged up 49ers team though um not really sure who's going to be quarterback this week. It looks like Jimmy Jeeves is going to be back, but we're not positive.
4: Uh, what game are we talking about? Are you doing Dolphins Philly, for him? Philly. Philly and Steelers? Yes. Okay. Were, I Steelers. thought you were talking about the 49ers for a second there. Well, because that's who Philly okay, just beat up on. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Lost me. Okay. Yep,
3: nope. So, Eagles versus Steelers at Pittsburgh at Heinz Field.
2: Steelers. Yeah. Pittsburgh off a of bye week. Arguably and,
4: uh, one of the best coaches probably – How unfair is it if you're, (laughs) they literally, Bill, he's like, yeah, I'm good. I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to go and just play golf every day. And then Mike Tomlin comes in. Yeah.
3: And they want to give oh, Mike Tomlin I, I, to, is a to, to better every
2: coach. to every Pittsburgh Steelers fan out there who you know gripes about Tomlin. Yeah. And um, we need to fire
4: him. Break. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, yes, it's so unreal. I was hey, talking about this with somebody yesterday. And him I was in like, that
3: Steelers Letterman jacket on the sideline.
4: Uh, it's so unfair. <laughs> I Man, so I would unreal. like to
2: play for that coach.
3: Yeah, he seems like a he's a definitely a player's coach. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, uh, I
2: wouldn't want to. Upset and him. look
3: at look at what he's done with some of the guys like. Levy, a Le'Veon Bell, who's you know still very talented, but was he as good as what we, or was it just Mike Tomlin's system that he had him in with their line? Le'Veon Bell, Ben Ben is your Adam Gase. Yeah, let's just and then or like an Antonio Brown. How much was he like really putting up with behind the scenes, and Tomlin was just like. Hey man, you're really good. He's really good at football. We gotta keep (laughs) him. I'm gonna deal with it. I'm gonna hide this. I'm gonna go pick him up or whatnot this week or after the game today and make sure that he's not in the tabloids. How much of that stuff was going on that we just don't know about?
1: And he had to balance a lot of that with coaching the team and helping Doctor House solve medical cases (laughs) at Princeton Plainsboro. (laughs) I I never even made that connection until you just said he looked he him. I'm yeah. not saying him and Omar Epps are the same person. I'm just saying nobody's <laughs> ever seen both of them in the same place at the same <laughs> oh, time. <boy>. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow, you're okay. right. You're right.
3: Takes us into our next game. L.A. Rams and Jared Goff take on now the Washington football team without Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, Kyle yeah. Allen. Kyle Allen, starting quarterback, backup quarterback, Alex Smith. Not How would you like I mean, to have your best, there. best game other. of
2: the season? And then get benched. All the way to third string. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. saw
1: somebody said there's got to be some behind-the-scenes things yeah. going on. So who we got? Not the not the Washington football team. I don't remember who they're playing, and I'm not picking them. <laughs> Justin? Uh, I will take L.A. Rams. Yeah, I'm yeah. picking the Rams. I forgot who you said they were playing.
4: That's
3: rough uh, when you just don't even I'm taking the Rams, the too. I'm like taking that. the Rams, too, but I think that even though Haskins played well, I think Baltimore just kind of didn't want to be there, and they just did not enough to win that game. Um, so which takes us into a division matchup between the Bengals and the Ravens. Ravens, Blake's quick on the trigger, he must got somewhere to be.
2: No, it's Ravens. I mean, <laughs> these games are just kind of toss ups
4: right now.
1: I feel like this isn't even, I mean, game. this it's isn't a softball, is, yeah. softball. It's softball chalk, yeah, That's what yeah, I meant.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I'll take Baltimore.
3: I'm taking Baltimore as well, but I think it'll be close. It's one of those division games we talk about it all the time. Um, takes us into now the Jacksonville Jaguars going up against the Bill O'Brien-less Houston Texans. Getting rid of their GM coach, Romeo Crennel, taking over as the head coach right now on an interim basis. Um, what do we think? Minshew Jaguars. Or
4: Minshew? Jaguars. Yeah.
1: Taking Minshew Absolutely. over uh, Deshaun Watson. So I'm going to take the Texans. Because how many times when you see a team like Fire a Coach that very first game... It's like that spark that... that gets them that, that win, and they're playing
3: up, Jacksonville.
1: You know, and they get up, you know, and then so they'll beat the Jags, and people like, maybe that's what they do. They just need to get Bill Bryant, and then they'll lose like four more after that. But I'm going to say they're going to beat the Jags. I'm taking Houston. I was going to say, I'm, gonna, I'm going Blake's narrative on this one. I'm yeah. trying to... I'm trying they're
3: to too talented. Right I mean, I know they got rid of... I mean, one, how screwed up of an organization. So they, got, they don't have any draft picks. Josh noted that on Sunday or Monday, yep. whenever it was. Miami is literally...
4: And Sitting with their first round pick with, yeah. and they're zero and four. They are still super, super and, talented. And second round pick, but I'm saying, what if they keep losing and Miami I mean, ends up with? I Trevor think Lawrence. that they're
3: still super talented enough, talented enough to win that? game. The quarterback, that, quarterback, it. David Johnson is still a good running back. Is he? Most teams. Is he?
5: Yes, is he? I think he
3: is. I still think David Johnson is he, a good running back. Duke Johnson is still a very like good him, scat yeah. back. And you still, Will Fuller is not a bad wide receiver, if he and he can neither. stay on the field. And Kenny Stills is another burner that they have on the field. So
1: the, they're very talented. And in his own description, he said they, he's not a bad receiver. That's not the <laughs> okay. that's not the he's not I How use. many
3: how many elite receivers are there? In the, are there the,
1: thirty two of them to go around? You no, know, I am just saying I don't think the Texans are that talented. I think they got Deshaun Watson, and then that's basically it.
3: I think that they're Their talented. Sucks.
1: enough. I'll be honest with you. If they still had Bill O'Brien this
2: week, I would have picked the Jaywires. But I'm with Blake. Like whenever they fire a coach like this, I mean, it usually now I, I won't pick the Jets when they fire Gase. I <laughs>
4: mean, are you sure? Greg, Greg will be in there. Greg,
3: yeah. Greg, oh yeah. Nope. They,
2: that Old team Greg sucks there. so bad, man. Oh my! You talk about no talent. Put all your oh. stock in just... Braxton Berrios or whatever. <laughs> yeah.
3: We just—I know I'm not putting stock in Chris Herndon anymore. <laughs> yeah, I no. gave up on him. Yeah. But okay, so we got the Dolphins at San Fran. Dolphins at San Fran. Looks like Jimmy G's gonna be back. If not, I would say CJ's probably the quarterback, not Nick Mullins. CJ okay.
1: beat hard. Yes. And uh, I think Mostert's coming back. Yeah. Hopefully yep. for my. Fantasy I need him team. I need him
3: for my fantasy team. Even though I've won, I won this week without him. So, beat I'm gonna, my Florida, Florida friend Cody Stevenson because of that Odell <laughs> touchdown bonus that gave it, me 16 it might be, points.
4: Might be Fitzy's last game. I'm going to go 49ers. 49ers from Blake. Justin? I'm taking 49ers,
2: yeah. I'm going to go Miami. Interesting.
3: Going Miami. Go
2: Miami. 49ers are banged up, and I watched Miami play, what was that, Thursday night a couple weeks ago against yep. the Jaguars, yeah. and they look good. It's not, they're not.
3: Everybody the calling for two, uh, we want two, or we want two, or a Fitzpatrick. Like, hey. What are you? I mean, all I'm I'm, doing is keeping or almost winning every week. At least we're competitive. Almost
1: winning every week. (laughs) Well, that's just got all this high expectations. One pretty look
3: at what if you're Miami, almost winning. (laughs) Hey, I have a T-shirt that says that or the Browns. We almost win every week. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) We almost almost win. I think is what it says. So we got Giants at Dallas. Easy one, I think. Even though Dallas's defense is terrible, is anybody taking? Uh, the New York Giants. I'm going
1: Dallas because they got to win. Yeah. It's going to start getting real ugly. Steve oh. Smith is just going to be tackling. Oh, hey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, you want me
2: to go? How
4: about them Cowboys? Go ahead, Dallas. Yeah.
1: I only got one thing to say to y'all. <laughs> How about them Cowboys? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be that
3: to the max if the Cowboys lose to the Giants. Yeah. Can you imagine? I mean, him just sitting there with a the cigar or whatnot in his videos. Oh, you know. And as much as kind of Skip oh. Bayless or whatnot is like an idiot at times or whatnot about some of the views he has, the shows with him and Stephen A. Oh, they're like going so to,
4: good back in the day.
3: They're awesome. Yeah. And it's kind of now we get Skilp <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Uh, on that on that Kilp. show. So. <laughs> So, okay, we're going to skip over the Browns' uh, 4 o'clock game. We're going to go to Minnesota and Seattle on Sunday night. The now 1-3 Minnesota Vikings taking on top MVP candidate, Russell Wilson.
1: Well, they're going to be 1-4. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Seahawks. Yeah, Seahawks. Seahawks. Yep.
3: Wasn't too long ago these two met in the playoffs, and Blair Walsh missed a field goal. Mm-hmm. Um, Could have won them the game. I think it would have won them like 12-10 to would have been the whole winning uh, score of that game. Okay, so we got uh, Monday night. We'll move into that. We got the Chargers with probably Justin Herbert taking on Drew Brees and the Saints finally got back in the win column. But still, they beat the Lions team. I'm not sold that they're back.
1: I'm still going to take the Saints.
4: Yep. I also am taking the Saints. No, give, give me give me Orleans. the Chargers on this one.
3: I'm going to go LAC as well. I think this is a kind of a shootout game yep. as well i'm with josh because i i think Herber's, herbert is for real, for real.
2: That arm strength is that's the thing like he doesn't he's still not comfortable he doesn't look like he's comfortable stepping up in the pocket yet and really like navigating the pocket a couple of throws either he, he was falling backwards fading, one, fading away and just chucked lead, it that 70 yard guy. catch yeah.
4: was unreal they were like oh tampa just came back took the lead literally next play 70 what six yard touchdown yeah and he literally just waited just long enough to as he was about to get destroyed. I guess that would be my done. thing. The, the Chargers have a, a
2: good defense, good enough defense, and Drew Brees doesn't really have a whole lot of push. options out there to throw to. Yeah. Is Michael
4: Thomas playing? Do we he's know? still I don't, questionable. Yeah. Well, if
2: he does, he's not going to be Michael Thomas, though. Yeah. And But Herbert does have guys to throw to. Keenan Allen
4: is balling Oh, my gosh. Out. Yeah. 40% target rate right now. Yeah, That's he is unreal.
2: balling out. I'm and loving it. He that sideline like, yeah, the best seventh-round draft pick I've ever had in fantasy.
4: Unreal.
3: He is – I mean, he's lighting it up, and I know a lot of people worried about Austin Eckler being hurt. Joshua Kelly, yeah. super talented, yep. and, and Justin Jackson. And was that? watch yep. out if if hey, fantasy if Justin Jackson's out there, yeah, he might be yep. the uh, lead carrier this week, yep. even though he hasn't been like involved. He's been hurt though, right? Yeah, he is super talented. Absolutely. Um, yep. So I agree. Maybe take him, and stash him on your bench. Yep. So that moves us back around here. We got Indianapolis at Cleveland. 425, I think, start time. Um, If Blake can stay awake. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to start us off because I started us off last week. I am taking the Cleveland Browns at home to beat the overrated Colts by a score of 24 to 16.
1: I'm not going to make the same mistake twice. Last week I didn't take the Browns. I'm going to take the Browns this time even though Justin's going to be there and uh, uh, yeah. we're going to get into uh, that. We've we'll yeah, never into seen that. a win in person. We'll get into that. Uh but I'm going to take the Browns and I'm going to take the Browns. I'm going to take them by 10 27, 17.
2: Go ahead, Josh. Oh, I'm going to take the Browns. You guys are taking all the like
3: <laughs> the, the gets the easier
2: the ones score. I wanted. Yeah. Jeez <laughs> ow. I'll say that our running game and with Ernest Johnson getting a chance to show what he can do, he's going to ball out. I think Browns go – Thirty-one to thirty-one, thirteen. We'll just flip the numbers. Around. He was he was
3: an expensive guy for you. You spent some money on him. And, that wasn't me. Oh, I thought that was you that mm-hmm. spent, spent money on sixty some bucks on. In our fantasy league, so we get this, you know, we on. get this money to spend on free agents,
2: and somebody went all in. It's a dynasty league. There's not a whole lot of running back depth at all on the waiver. So anytime yeah. you get a chance yeah. to get, you gotta a
1: jump in. on it. I couldn't put sixty bucks down on him, a guy who's only gonna be relevant for four to six weeks.
2: No, that's true, but like they were, I, I've heard a lot of people say, you know, if Kareem Hunt, if that groin ends up bothering him and they end up splitting yeah. a more 50-50 load or even say the worst happens yeah, and he goes it. down Chub for a game or two. Chubb has a setback
3: and doesn't come back. Right.
2: DeAndre Johnson could be a top five running back the rest of the season. Yep. Just saying, behind that offensive line in this scheme, I mean, I, I believe in it
4: in our week schedule. Yep.
2: All right,
3: yeah. Mr. Uh, unlucky. Yeah, so
4: um, going into this game, Everybody's thinking Kareem Hunt's going to be the number one guy. I don't think Kareem Hunt is going to be utilized like that. I think he's going to still be the pass-catching guy. And I see Dearness Whatnot Johnson being more of the Nick Chubb kind of guy. Bold prediction. I also, Josh, you kind of threw it out there. I think, yeah, I know that's going to hurt your fantasy team because we're playing this week, Blake, but... (laughs) <laughs> I've seen what you've thrown out there for this weekend. It's not going to matter anyway. <laughs> if I lose, wow, I'm going to be really, really salty about all these things I'm saying. Um, I think that we are going to slow them down big time if we can stop Jonathan Taylor. It's going to be very important. I don't see Phillip Rivers being out, that guy that can still go out there and he'll make a mistake. So I'm 0-22 in Cleveland Browns' uh, personal attendance uh, record. I've never seen him win. I'm picking the Browns twenty eight, twenty four. Let's get this win. Let's break my, my biggest I know, curse in life. All
3: I right know now. is we better look good in the first half. Otherwise Cleveland's only an hour and fifteen minute drive for me. I'll be going
4: up and getting Justin out of that. <laughs> <laughs> out of out that of stadium. They, it's close. The sta- the game is close. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey, all I know is we got a comment in here earlier that, you know, the Browns are three go three and one for the first time and it just happens to be the year the dogs start the podcast. So I think we're breaking a lot something. of these uh
4: I saw something earlier and it was like, I, I can't remember if it was Facebook or what it was, but it was like, yeah, all these Cleveland frontrunner fans all of a sudden. I just wanted to be like, frontrunner front runner Cleveland, Cleveland. I
1: watched go 1-31 I watched yeah, every game. game. I've seen Cleveland <laughs> teams <laughs> and
4: struggle I've, and I just wanted to be like, <laughs> I think that this is crazy that, that Cleveland fans are frontrunner fans right now. I think it just we're blows my the mind. most loyal, dedicated. Yeah. Heart, we can be harsh. We can be very, very brutal. That's
2: the only thing they fans.
1: give us. Yeah. <laughs> and we can be really, na- we can be up 40 going into the fourth quarter and I'm and sitting at home. Nervous. Every yeah. Sunday
2: at 1 o'clock, that TV's on, baby. And yep. it, it's, everything's got to stop. The Browns are on. Yeah. I love four twenty five.
1: We went one and thirty one over two years, and then we were so bad we fired our coach after one season last year. And we started a (laughs) podcast. That's how dedicated we we are to the (laughs) cause. Yeah, you know, we didn't start this podcast when you know after a ten and six season. We started after uh, you know like twelve and eighty stretch and a quarantine (laughs) quarantine COVID
4: season. So the
3: thing about it, we talked about some of our head coaches in the past. Uh, How many wins does Kevin Stefanski
1: have? He's got
3: three wins in in four games. How many how many games did it take Hugh Jackson? Took him, I think it was this whole and forty. It was yeah. forty. I think it was forty. Or wow. he had forty. He could like lose like his next thirty seven games or something, still have a better record
5: than <laughs> Hugh Jackson.
3: That's what that's the, that's what we're living in. So I'm all in on the Browns. I'm on the hype train. You know, I don't want to hear anybody tell me anything about oh, they haven't played anybody. Yeah.
1: Shut the F up.
3: Get
2: out of here. <laughs> and the thing is, even if they do go out and, you know, say they go out and they lose against the Colts, but they play a good game and they don't have penalties and they're not turning the ball over, they just get beat. And, it's a you know, it's a, it's a punching kind of game. Yeah. Okay. I'm still pumped about this team. Here's
4: my thing is, <laughs> I've literally seen them go for the win on a field goal and they get blocked and get returned. I've literally me and Blake were there, and I've never been so scared to be in Cleveland as a fan. I literally, and I was with Blake. Like I'm like, if somebody gets crazy, he could probably take somebody out. I've literally, there's like people ripping jerseys off. I'm like, we got to get the hell out of here.
5: Well, (laughs) yeah, I'm like a buck
4: thirty five, like soaking wet, like a few years ago. Right, we got to get out of here. We got to go. Yeah, just horribly. I've been, you know, and it's usually Baltimore. Baltimore is I've seen like four Baltimore games, and uh, they're usually. We'll, yeah. we might get up on them, like that. There was twenty nothing, and then we missed a field goal. And their fans travel
3: point. pretty well, yeah, too, because it's That's not the a far worst, d- yeah. the worst. But yeah, so go Browns
4: on Sunday. Yeah, absolutely, go Browns. If you're at the game, we got capacity doubled, so we're up to twelve thousand. So if oh you're up boy. at the game with me,
3: hey, uh,
4: oh. I might be able to yell to you in person, you know, but. Hey.
3: You know, look over and make sure Pumpkinhead's there or whatnot, because we're 2-0. Yeah, we're 2-0. He's, he's at the
4: Cowboys game. They showed him on TV, and I follow him on uh, Instagram. Yeah, but. so
3: you better make sure he's there. If not, go get yours out of the out of the car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, all
1: right, so let's wrap this thing up. Uh, thanks for checking out our first ever live episode. We actually had a lot of interaction feedback from you guys while this is yeah, going on. Yeah, love it. So that was really awesome. Maybe we'll start doing some more live episodes, especially if the Browns keep winning. Uh, seems like a lot of people liked it. Uh, remember, uh, check us out on Instagram. Check us out on Twitter. You know, when Zach feels like it, he posts the episodes there. Uh, obviously, if you're watching live right now, you already checked us out on Facebook. Subscribe on YouTube. Uh, remember to check back next week so we can review this Colts win. That's right, I said it. And uh, preview our matchup with the uh, uh, the Steelers. Uh, first big matchup. First time that game might mean something. and Actually have a little bit of heat. Uh, so... You know, check back with us next week. We'll talk all about those two games and uh, have a good week, everybody.